I'm Ken Shelton, and welcome to the Liberated Educator Podcast. You're just getting it done. <laughs> getting it done. Like we got, we got limited studio time. <laughs> limited studio time. Got to get in the booth. All right. So, wants to know, like, is this our normal conversation? Is this just how we roll on the regular? Just this is this is how we it, do it. Right? Is. And this is what I want. This is why I want to have guests where it's not a formal. Quote unquote. I mean, it could be interview-ish. Wait, but pause. That, that was the setup. <laughs> we really going in it. You just lost me there. Hey, yo, welcome to the podcast, The Liberated Educators, where two brothers are ready and able sit at the table. It's Ken Sheldon D. Linnea. Yeah, y'all, they doing this. They're purely intellectuals and equity enthusiasts, creating change by shifting the conversations critical to our culture, to our people, to our nation. And for the record, yeah, they talking education. Yeah, they talking about building our own because we've been patient. A CPT concept, three different segments that's jam-packed with content we all can invest in. Breaking that chain called tradition, the critical conversations on issues. But y'all listen, they ain't talking about it late. Y'all just hearing it. So sit back, relax, tune in, and be a part of this. You know how hard it is. They know you want greater. They know you want the liberated educator. Welcome to the Liberated Educator Podcast. I am Brian Romero Smith Sr., the man behind the grind, but privileged enough to be the fly on the wall for the rich conversations that are being recorded, produced, and made available to you on your podcast station of choice. We want to take the time right now to thank you for stopping by to listen, but we hope you like. Now, for our first episode, we thought it only right to set the scene and provide some context to the why behind this pod, the premise to the importance of the conversations, and point out why it is time for these talks to go public. Now, we'll do this in an interview format so you can get to know the voices of the Liberated Educator podcast, Ken Shelton and Dee Lanier. So, fellas, uh, why don't you go ahead and take this time to tell the people who you are? So, I'm Dee Lanier. I often introduce myself to others and say that I have a background in sociology and I don't say that just to humble brag, but to help even remind myself that it's all right to look at the world through a sociological lens. And so I'm an educator, technologist, uh, say most importantly, uh, I'm a father, husband, I'm a man of faith. Uh, so all of those mashups of who I am, I've lived cross-culturally, um, lived across the country. I'm from the West Coast. I, I live in the East Coast. I live in the South. Uh, um, so all of those things just kind of make me who I am. And I try and bring all of who I am in wherever I am. So I, I coach teachers and educators uh, specifically in problem solving and equity. Um, and wherever we go with this conversation, just know that that's who I am when I bring those perspectives. I'm Ken Shelton. I come from Los Angeles, Southern California, born and raised in the LA area. I uh, haven't lived anywhere else, been a lot of other places. Uh, I consider myself a Renaissance man. I've visited more than 50 countries and my worldly experience and my breadth of experience between my uh, schooling uh, my participation in athletics, my participation in uh, the performing arts, and even 
my experiences in education shape my views on the world, my perspectives on my experiences, and ultimately my contributions to our conversation. Uh, as we delve into more conversations, there'll be more that I'll reveal about myself, my own family background, and my own family history. So you mentioned conversations. I think the first question we need to get out of the way is, is this the norm? Like what we will be recording in this series, is this how you to chop it up when you get together, you know, no matter what format it is? And when you call me, which is multiple times a week, or I call you, is this how we just normally do? This is how we do. We converse. I nope. think. And uh, yeah, this is how we do it. This is this is how we're going to do it. We're going to have conversations and our conversations are going to include provocation. And this is our time. And yeah. that's how we intend to use it. People don't realize that this is our regular, normal conversation. Like the depth of of our conversations are just like that's on this pod. But that's what really was the origin of this, right? When we were like, we need to just start recording this. I remember once I asked you, actually, I don't know if you remember, I asked you to just call my Google voice number so I can press record. So just so we could capture it, because anytime you and I have been in the same space where there have been onlookers and then they joined our table, they always comment like, man, that conversation is so deep. And we're like, really? This is this is what we normally do. We just go, we go deep. We do. And that's why I'm glad we're in a position to record our conversations because to the point you just made, countless times you and I would be together and we start, we'd bring up a topic, a, a contemporary topic or, yep. uh, you know, something that requires a deeper analysis of, and people would literally just want to sit next to us and listen to the conversation and in some cases contribute to the conversation. But ultimately for me, it's, it's being able to, is being able to be in a position to where we can now record our conversations, share our thoughts, and hopefully, again, it serves as a varying degrees of motivation, inspiration, mm -hmm. provocation, and, um, you know, action, if you will, uh, with the audience, for sure. Yeah. Well, and we got to bring in guests because that's what we also enjoy doing. Like, the literally, when we are in the space where we can have people that just pull up a chair and we have those, those conversations, but we got lots of friends that do podcasts, lots of people whose voices need to be amplified much more. Lots of folks that when we add multiple opinions to the mix, that's when the conversation gets real, real good, real, real good. All right. So with that said, what are some of the typical topics uh, that you talk about you know, when you hit each other up, maybe on a text or, or sitting and chatting it up when you're at a conference. So let, I'm trying to think, like, what are some of our topics? Uh, what are some of the things we just normally talk about? So we talk about culture all day, every day. All day, every day. And of course, there is there is complexities within just even that word. Yep. So See, yes. trying to make me go in already. Uh, so every now and then, Here's what I've here's what I've recognized. Like even when we talk about things that are uh, 
just happening in the world or even in like talking about uh, sports or something like that. Like we never just talk about those things as a value in and of themselves. Like we always tie it back to a much larger cultural conversation that needs to be had. Correct. And that's precisely why culture is so complex in that area. So yeah, exactly. Yep. I just, I just realized that like, we never just talk about, Oh, did you, did you see the Laker game? Can you believe what's happening? Like we don't, it's, did you hear the the interview with LeBron and what he said to the reporters? Like if we talk about anything, it's always, it always goes back to the, just the, the, the cultural ramifications of some of the things that are happening in, in the world. In fact, I would actually, I would actually argue the, the cultural lens with, contemporary examples, contemporary renditions, and historical reference. Yep. But what a lot of people need to recognize is that when we do that, it's not forced. Like that is, again, just our normal, regular. Normal, regular conversation. That's right. (laughs) Normal, (laughs) regular conversation. Normal, regular. Coffee. We even, all right, so we talk about coffee. Talk about our love for coffee. And then a coffee connoisseurs of coffee, but it immediately gets complex, right? You start talking about coffee farms, (laughs) (laughs) varietals, elevation. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Washing methods, roasting methods, brewing methods. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And then we talk about how like the money is exchanged. That's right. Uh, Who are companies that we should support? All that sort of stuff. I'm trying to think, what's what's something else we we? I mean, obviously, we talk about education. We're both educated. Education is the root of most of what we discuss. Yes, but I mean, and right. actually, I would even say in the conversations around something like coffee, for example, and it's not just what's in my cup. It's the educational piece, as you just pointed out, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. around the complexity of coffee. I mean, like really. Really, what we do is we look at the complexity of culture and all the aspects of culture. And like I said, we utilize, uh, you know, contemporary examples and contemporary events and also apply uh, degrees of a historical reference. So I think for yep. anyone listening to the podcast, what you're going to basically get virtually is Ken and Dee hanging out at a coffee shop. And we ask you to pull up a chair to kind of listen to the convo and... Ideally, Pull some of our chair. guests will be, you know, obviously a part of the convo. And, okay. no. you know, I might even have a cup of coffee periodically while mm-hmm. we're recording. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So what else you want to know, Brian? <laughs> well, actually, I need some coffee right now myself. But uh, but on the real, you know, when typically you, you know, you call up your boy or you send a text, you know, first thing you ask, you know, is you know, how you doing, you know. How's the fam? You know, so on and so forth. But your conversations are a little different most of the time. So how does the conversation actually start? Okay. Um, So Ken is one of the most thought-provoking dudes I know. Period. (laughs) You just are, man. And so I would say that a lot of our convos started with you sending me stuff via text. Like, have you seen this yet? Have you read this yet? And then we jump on the horn and then like, I feel like, like you, 
you are constantly provoking me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to <Okay>. engage. <laughs> You're always provoking me to engage. Uh, so I'd say that's how we definitely got started. It, it would just be like reference points. Like either have you seen this already, heard this already? Are you familiar with this already? And if the answer is no, because of our relationships, like, hold on, I'll be right back. Go deep dive and then come back. And the next, you know, we back to having conversations. But I would say definitely start it because you are uh, a, a, a critical thinker and a thought provoker. And I appreciate you for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, that's why we're here, because I appreciate you equally as much because you uh, you either have shared with me stories around your personal experience, your schooling, uh, your experiences even now. And, you know, for me, it's it's like. Like the way I look at at my relationships with with most of my close friends and especially my really, really close friends, uh, you know, because you're my brother, is I need the intellectual stimulation and provocation and conversation. And I know that you are going to, in turn, provoke thought in me with me sharing things and uh, you know, I mean, it could be any one of a number of things. And I, I guess for me, it really boils down to the fact that, you know, if we're if we are students of life and we're well schooled, then we're able to have a conversations that, uh, you know, help help us organize in our heads. And especially me, that either one, am I missing something? Is there something I can learn? Or is there something I'm looking for your perspective on that will be the driver for not only the conversation we have, but the learning that takes place as a result of that conversation? And as you know, I'm an avid reader big time. Yep. And I consider myself not just an avid reader, but uh, an attentive observer of life. And you have a sociology background. So it was already a perfect fit right from the beginning. We just needed to find the time to be able to put our collective thoughts and words together. And that's why I'm thrilled that we have this as a platform to do it to where, again, if you're in the audience, the way the podcast episodes and the way we look at this is just imagine yourself pulling up a chair, Ken and D are hanging out at a cafe and we're like, come sit with us. And you're a part of the conversation as a listener. And hopefully, you know, again, we'll have guests that will be a part of the conversation uh, as a listener and as a contributor. Mm. No doubt. Gotcha. Can you keep mentioning cafes and coffee uh, and then conversations? So obviously this is something that you all have been wanting to do for, for quite some time, you know, um, Dee mentioned it earlier. So the real question then is, What's taking y'all so long to do this? <laughs> Yo, so what took us so long? Uh, well, number one, we needed you, man. We needed a <laughs> producer. We needed somebody yeah. uh, who would wrangle the, these two dudes <laughs> together and say, let's have a coordinated time. Y'all keep talking and let's put some structure behind it and let's record. We needed somebody like you. Uh, plus, you got mad skills. So I would say that that's, Appreciate it. that's part of it for sure. Yeah, the dedication of the time and the commitment to the time. And ultimately, we got both. And, you know, better late than never. 
but also better never late. So, you know, here we are and we're ready to roll and we're going to keep rolling. And just to be clear, it's just that we are, it's up till now that we started recording. Right. Right. (laughs) But these aren't new conversations at all. Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. At all. And then we also, maybe the other challenge, which is true, um, that has to be highlighted is the fact that though we're both both from the West Coast, you still live in LA and I live on the East Coast now. So we got that three hour time difference. Right. It's probably another big help to have Brian uh, to help corral us because he's sitting on that central time. So he's able to say, all right, guys, how about here and there? And does this work? So, all right, let's do it. Yeah, kind of split the difference. Cool. Cool. Well, I appreciate the both of you, not only for allowing me to pull up a chair and be a part of this convo, but for entrusting me with your time. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's a little of what to expect with the Liberated Educator podcast. Please listen, like and share with everyone, you know, you can find us wherever you enjoy getting your pod fix on. We'll drop an episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and have your seat delivered to your inbox for the Liberated Educator Podcast. See you next time.